You know, you come along across a lot of factoids, I call them. Every once in a while, these little pieces of information that you think, well, that's surprising. One of them for me, and it's reading through a story that I come across this, is what is the largest fine ever handed out under the BC Wildlife Act? And what was it for? Well, was it for something that was cruelty to animals? Was it something that was inhumane? Because certainly you could see the BC Wildlife Act uh, being used for that. No, it was a $60,000 fine under the BC Wildlife Act for feeding bears. Granted, it was feeding bears repeatedly, and you're not supposed to do that. Well, now a BC Supreme Court judge has overturned that hefty fine levied against a BC woman who pleaded guilty to feeding bears on her property in Whistler. But you still got to wonder about those. And uh, to have more about this and a little bit of a conversation, one of the people that uh, stands up for animal rights of all sorts, and it's a pleasure to have her back, is Rebecca Bretter. Thanks so much. Uh, You're a lawyer, you're an advocate, and you represent all things animals. Uh, $60,000, wow. Yes, you know, I was absolutely thrilled when that first decision came out, I guess almost a couple of years ago now, and when the trial judge in that case really took a strong stance to, to, to send a very strong message and convincing message to the public that feeding wildlife and especially bears in a community that's urban like Whistler is a death sentence for bears and just don't do it. Like you said, she imposed a $60,000 fine, which wasn't only the highest fine here in BC, uh, like that type of fine. But as far as I know, the highest of its kind across the country And a lot of us who care about animals were really, really happy with that decision. And now in this decision, when the appeal uh, judge's decision came down recently, it was super, super disappointing. And I say that because, well, many reasons, but I think one of the reasons, I I think it's a good example of how some judges just don't feel comfortable being a bit more creative and to interpret the law in a way that's consistent with current reality. And what I mean by that is that the trial judge, so the first judge in in this case, I think she correctly recognized the seriousness of the current reality, which is that feeding bears, like I said, especially in urban environments like Whistler, where they're all around us, is is a death sentence. And she took judicial notice of, of that fact how Whistler has many, many signs, like obvious signs, about don't feed bears because feeding bears it means the fed bear is a dead bear. And, you know, judicial notice basically means it's, it's like it, it's in cases where when you're in front of a court, um, instead of bringing evidence to prove a certain fact or to prove a certain situation, I, a judge can take judicial notice of something that's obvious. And in this case, the judge, at first instance, took judicial notice of the fact how it's not good to feed bears, and it often does result in their death. So I have to disagree a little bit with you, Bruce, at the beginning when you said how this isn't an animal cruelty case. 
I mean, to a, to a large extent, you're right. It wasn't a purely animal cruelty case, but the the effect of the actions of this person were indeed cruel because the reality of it is that as we see here in British Columbia and in other provinces, when people are not careful with their garbage around their homes or if they're intentionally feeding bears or cougars or any of those types of animals, the conservation service ends up killing them. Now, it's a whole different conversation whether the conservation service actually needs to do that. They don't, but I'll leave that for another day. No, but uh, you raise some good points. And uh, listening to you, I've got a bit of a better understanding. And I guess uh, some of my angst over this has gone down a little bit. We're talking with Rebecca Bretter, animal law lawyer, about this. Uh, the fine, $60,000, yes, uh, the most under the BC Wildlife Act. And Rebecca, as you point out, to the best of your knowledge, maybe the highest in the country under similar acts. But here are the other two points uh, that had me just, you know, um, an outsider to these issues for sure, but saying, wow, Really? First of all, the Crown and the defense were looking for a fine in the range of $10,500. So this is like five times more. Um, And for the judge, the original judge, to take a look at that, you're right. Uh, That judge recognized, whoa, this is not as small as we're making it out to be. Yes, exactly. And actually, and that's one of the reasons why the appeal judge overturned the original decision because she basically said that when you have a joint submission, so that's when both sides agree on something, which doesn't happen very often. (laughs) So when you have a joint submission, the court really needs to take that seriously. And it, it should only be in rare exceptions that a court should, should leave, we should move away from, from that joint submission. But I really do think that the judge at first instance made the right call and the right decision to move away from that joint submission because she recognized how terrible it is to intentionally feed bears. Now, let me just say, I, I also, I, I kind of felt bad for the woman who did this at the beginning because she, it sounds, I don't know her, but it sounds like she really does have a good heart and she was intending well, she wasn't, she, she wasn't hunting them to like kill them and put them on her wall She was actually trying to avoid them being killed. She was trying to attract them to her property so that they don't go into the town of Whistler and be killed there. But it was so misguided. And and I think it's so obvious. And this was an educated woman or is an educated woman, too. And so, so misguided to to and, and especially we talk about this all the time. Media does a good job in covering these types of stories about how don't feed bears. This is what happens when you feed a bear. They end up dead. And so I don't think unless you live in a cave, which this woman obviously doesn't, she lives in a very affluent part of Whistler, at least for part of the year, it's very obvious that this is not something that she should have done. So it was really, really disappointing to see this appeal judge overturn it and not only overturn it, but to lower the fine to such an extent that it really sends the message to the community that, you know what, if you do this, don't worry about it. Yeah, maybe you'll get a fine, but it won't be that bad 
You know, it's uh, it's one of those signs that, uh, you know, don't feed the bears is uh, probably one of the most infamous signs if you're to think of warning signs. Uh, name your top four warning signs or three warning signs yeah. you've ever come across in your life. Don't feed the bears. Um, yeah. it's, it, it is an obvious one. But I guess, and you kind of alluded to this, Rebecca, um, I guess where it kind of stuck for me is this fact that um, there was no malice. There was perhaps uh, idiocy, um, but there was certainly no malice in this. In fact, um, one would argue that uh, the person was just really concerned, uh, be it right or be it wrong, and we know in this case wrong, but uh, mm-hmm. about the bears, wanted the bears to be fed and ignored uh, all the best advice from people that know better. I would have yes, thought... exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I would have thought if you're talking about the biggest fine ever under the BC Wildlife Act, it would mm-hmm. have gone to somebody that definitely had uh, some sort of uh, malice toward animals or uh, was a hunter of some sort and, and not someone that was actually not guided by the right thought in feeding bears. Right. But let's just also be clear. When we're talking about this woman feeding bears, she wasn't putting one apple out or, you know, some seeds out. She was basically buying, according to the facts of the case anyway, up to 10 cases of apples, 50 pounds of carrots and or pears, 15 dozen eggs per week, like all of that per week. So we're not talking about just throwing out some some leftovers from your supper, but going out and buying bulk food. And bears, it was reported that bears were seen a lot and regularly around the property. Oh, That's yeah. why, of, course, of course they would. If I was a bear, I'd right. go there. But um, And then a, a, a few bears ended up being killed by the Conservation Service because of the proximity of her property to very popular trails. In Whistler. And so overall, I mean, I think it was a, a very sad case, sad case for the bears who died. I think now ultimately we have this appeal decision that uh, that I think sends the wrong message to the public. The public needs to understand, needs to be deterred from trying to attract wildlife like that, regardless of, of someone's intention. We have to realize that we need to respect wildlife, learn to coexist with them, not endanger their life in any way, and do the best that we can as, as guardians of the beautiful planet that we share this space with them.